We might be freaks, but we know our mother phone can beats and beats and beats and beats and beats. This is the Frickbeat CDM podcast. Uh, it is the 1st of June 2019 and today on episode 108 I'm starting what will hopefully be a series of live stories. Something I wanted to do for so long. However, the inauguration of this series is very special for me because the aspiration is to bring the original generation of ravers back in the scene. I have with me today, um, and I'm very thankful for that, the administrators of a Facebook group I'm a member of called Retro Ravers. This is a group for veterans and new ravers alike attending EDC um, festivals or, or festivals in general. Uh, and people should be more older than 40 years of age or more. And um, the group is a chance to connect, make friends, relate uh, to the shell of VDM festivals and try to keep up with the rest of the younger majority. So the names are Rave Daddy and EDC Mum. Hey both, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you for having me. Hey Johnny, me. how are you? I'm okay, thank you. Thank you for uh, making time on a Saturday to do this. Glad to be here. Great. So, um, you know that I want to explore, um, as taking the cue from, from the group that you started and I joined prior to going to EDC Las Vegas, I want to explore the dynamics and the difficulties and the challenges and the opportunities that an older f- generation is facing by attending um, electronic dance music festivals or, or going out clubbing in general. And uh, I want your help with that. So I'll, I'll start with some questions and then we'll see where, where that leads to. I just want to start basically by uh, asking when did you first attend your first rave or electronic dance music event, whether that was in a club, in a warehouse or a festival? Oh, well, um, it was easily 30 years ago for me. Um, I grew up in Las Vegas um, back in the um, about 89, 1989-90. There was an underground uh, rave um, called White Chocolate. And it was one of those kinds where you had to um, get a phone number, get a flyer, and then call and find out where it was and all very secretive and everything. It was very exciting because, you know, you had to be sort of in the in crowd to, to get the information. And, and every weekend it was a different location. And uh, it was called White Chocolate. And that was my very, very first experience into wow. the rave culture. So- sounds like the events back in the day in the UK. Um, yes, very much so. Yeah. How about you, David? Uh, about, the, about the same. You know, I was back in New York uh, about 30, 32 years ago. And uh, I got turned on to a... Uh, a classified in the uh, um, the Village Voice, and it's talked about the D movement, which was the electronic dance movement, and people that were interested in joining, learning about more electronic dance, and 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 seeing new DJs that were out there. And this was all new to me. I was always a you know a straightforward rocker um, all through high school and even before that. The whole idea of electronic music was just something new to me. So I was definitely interested. So I checked it out and I literally fell in love with it. Um, and like like, like, um, like uh, my partner in crime here, um, uh, it was also like a speakeasy. You, you got on, you got on a list. They sent you the, the, uh, the time and where it was. You never found out where it was until the very, the very hours before you had to show up. And it was always after hours. It was starting like 1.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, it would always be in a, uh, in a basement or a, uh, an empty building someplace out in uh, the outskirts of uh, Long Island or uh, um, down in the Boweries of, of, of New York. Um, and it, it was amazing. The, the people I met there, just the, the, the energy I felt, it made me say, okay, this is something that I have to, I have to delve into deeper. And it just getting, kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. Um, a question for you to see, Mom. I'm a bit surprised to hear that um, the way uh, the parties were organized were very similar to the UK, kind of very secretive uh, or exclusive. In the UK, back in the days, those raves were illegal. Basically, people would go and crash into warehouses and... Uh, without without having license, and that's why they were chased by the police, and that's why they used this sort of primitive way of communicating. And mobile phones there were very, very, um, only rich people would have like the brick mobile phone or cell phone. Uh, what was what was the reason for that in uh, Las Vegas? I mean, were they illegal, those events, or what? 
Um, yes, the the, the early uh, uh, raves were definitely illegal and underground because um, mostly because of the drug culture uh, back then. Um, they since they were mobile and in different areas, they they didn't have a liquor license. They didn't serve any alcohol. Um, they served lots of water and orange juice. But I also remember very clearly that when you got to the rave, there was literally a person standing at the door. And when you walked in, you paid your cover, you opened your mouth and they threw a pill in you in there and you walked in. So it, <laughs> yeah. it was sort of part of the entry process. <laughs> and so everybody was, everybody <laughs> was at the exactly and thing is so you walk in and everybody's getting it right. I mean, you just walk in, open your mouth and you, you just assumed you were getting the good stuff. And back then, luckily in the the old days there wasn't a lot of everything was pretty clean back then um much like today's molly um would be but uh that's the main reason why they were uh, considered illegal everybody was everybody was rolling wow. <laughs> um and yeah i mean the the whole you know the music started in chicago and detroit so new york mm-hmm. was was uh, there after all at the same time I think Frankie Knuckles was was uh, brought from New York to, to play in Chicago mm-hmm. if I remember correctly so how about uh, you Ray that I mean why was it illegal in New York because the, well, the were legal there were legal was, parties weren't there oh no I was I was in New York at that time but you know anywhere you went I mean there was there was a there was a following here in Boston yeah they were definitely illegal and that's why they were after hours okay I'm, and, I'm yeah, go on. The fact that you know you, you don't have a permit to have all those people. You know you know two hundred and fifty or even more people at one at one shot, um, and they didn't have permitting. They didn't have police surveillance. They didn't have you know people checking doors, checking IDs, checking for um, you know different paraphernalia that's going on. So yeah, and they would get shut down. But you know you you'd always get a good hour and a half of having a good time before the the police would show up. They'd find out where you were and you'd leave. Amazing. Uh, I, no get, arrest, but. I guess that answers my next question, which is how many years have you been raving so far? But I want to ask you, did you slow down at any point? Did you kind of quit the dancing, even though you may have listened to the music? Um, oh, well, for, for, well, for, for me. Again. Oh, yeah, for me, definitely, because um, I... Um, I had children, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I became, a, I became a mother, and um, um, I, have, I have a... a two grown daughters, the one that's going going to be 24, another one that's going to be 22. And so, uh, you know, obviously when I became pregnant and became a mom, I slowed down and, and did the mom thing and, and stayed home and raised them. Mm-hmm. Um, I never stopped dancing at home, but I stopped going out and obviously I stopped doing the partying and everything like that. But um, once they grew up, you know, I, and also actually after my divorce, um, I started going back out again to the club scene. Um, I didn't find EDM though. Again, it was mostly just regular, like because it was again in Las Vegas. So it was the regular club scene in Vegas, which I went back to. But it wasn't. I didn't feel the same. It wasn't the same feeling mm-hmm. as EDM. It was more the the regular, you know, top forty pop hip hop clubs yeah, yeah. Uh, of this is back in the nineties, back in the two um, thousands, uh, I guess, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't the same feeling. Um, and so I did, I still, I felt something was missing still. So I wasn't enjoying going out as much, but, um, yeah, that's why I back, started back out again. And I didn't really, I guess I picked back up on the EDM right around, oh, maybe 2010 or 11. Definitely. Um, basically when I, when I first heard about the first EDC event and I couldn't attend it, but I, I listened to it live stream, um, on, it was on XM radio back, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, I remember listening to it. I couldn't watch it. The video wasn't available. It was a live yeah. stream audio. And I listened to the entire three days. And I could hear the people in the background. I could hear I could hear the energy. And I could feel it coming through, just coming through my the, the speakers at me. And I could not, I was drawn to it. I could not wait to get back into yeah. the scene. It's always similar, yeah. isn't it? How about you, uh, Ray yeah. Dad? David? About, about, about the same. But, you know, it, 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 it the the whole thing is that it was such a such a big thing in the 80s for me in New York. And then it completely dropped off. So I'm back here in Boston or, or still in New York. And it, it, I was looking for something else to do. I was looking for something else to, to keep that momentum going. And there was nothing there. Well, luckily enough, I was more involved in my, my schooling and my career. And that's what I did. 
you know, every once in a while I'd go someplace to you know, go out to LA or something. I'd find a, a rave that was a, uh, you know, in some warehouse someplace. Um, but that really wasn't doing it for me. It mm. wasn't until around 2010, 2011, where I, a friend turned me on to um, Hard Summer, which was like my first real festival outside getting crazy. And I fell in love, just totally fell in love. But again, it was a different. It's still a different genre. It wasn't completely, you know, EDM music. Um, it was more, you know, rap, um, a lot of hip hop um, and dubstep. And they were moving in electronic to that. So when I came back to Boston again, I, I, I started searching it out again, and I, <laughs> I found the video on YouTube. On it was either on YouTube or on. Um, uh, some sort, and it was the the electronic daisy, the EDC experience, and I watched oh, yes. that video, and I said, "Oh my God, look at the look!" And, and, and actually, the people that they in, they they interviewed were thirty, and I'm just like, "Wow, this this is still happening. This is this is really going. This is going crazy." So I looked into EDC. I'm like, "This I have to do this." So from that point on, I went to my first EDC in uh, in uh, in Vegas. Then I, I doubled back and went to Ultra and then did a hard summer again, then came back to EDC. And I'm like, hard, I mean, I'm hardcore EDC at this point. It's the best experience I've ever had in my life. It's yeah. like walking, when, when, when you walk into the raceway at EDC, the amount of emotion still today, hmm. it's unbelievable. It's just, you, you, it's almost like you're, you're showered with love. You're showered with emotions. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You yeah. know, you know, I get goosebumps yeah. listening to both of you because the experience is very similar. My my personal experience is very similar. I don't want to bore the listeners, but I attended I attended the the first raves back in '89, and and then I kept on going. And then at some stage, about 2007, I kind of dropped off. In the UK, there was a big um, kind of crash of the scene, and. I either attended um, old school events or some local clubs, still playing house and techno, but I wasn't aware of the festivals. And then YouTube happens, and then somebody says to you, oh, this festival is happening. And then you say, like, what, what do you mean? And then they mention EDC and Tomorrowland, and you check, and you say, oh, my God, what, what is that? And, of course, the you know the video technology has... has um, advanced at that stage and the light shows although we had lasers back in the day but nothing nothing like that and it's very similar to I what think, you guys described i think tomorrow tomorrowland is definitely on our our bucket list uh, to-do list um yes i want to ask you now what were your um, perhaps you already touched upon this but let's just um um expand a little bit what were your impressions what drew what drew you into the scene when you started, so you attended an event, you know, no matter how you got in there, what what was those feelings? What kept you there? Um, well, for for me personally, um, especially as a as a as a woman, um, the big thing for me was I felt I felt safe at the raves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being again, I was in Las Vegas, and I was I was going to the clubs. That were there, the regular clubs that all the ever other twenty-one-year-olds are going to, the nightclubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, going into as a, as a single woman back then, uh, going into a nightclub, you know, I, I couldn't go to, go from my table to the bathroom without being grabbed by a man. You know, hey girl, where are you going? Hey, where are you going? Come mm-hmm. sit with me. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. A constant harassment, and even if you were to politely decline, there would be attitudes. That still happens today, but. The rave scene is completely different. I mean, mm. there was nothing but acceptance and love. And yes, men would still approach me and talk to me. But if you were to decline, it was there was never any attitude. There was so much more. I mean, it was the plur. It was the peace, the love, the unity, and respect back then. That we didn't even know what it was called then. We didn't have a name for it back then. But it was obviously there. Uh, granted, you know, I'll, I'll, um, a lot of it may have been drug induced. I know that you know ecstasy and Molly gives makes everybody Doesn't very. But you know what? It's I still think I think it enhances who you are as a human being, and everybody that was there was nothing. Everybody was very accepting. I felt I could, I would go to these raves alone, and I never felt uh, uncomfortable. I never felt like I was any any kind of danger. You know, being around these people, and it was that that was what really kept me wanting to go back was that feeling of acceptance and security. Yes. In yes. the scene. Yeah. How about you, Ray? How about you, David? I- 
I, I, I agree completely. I, I mean, obviously, I, from a different standpoint, I'm, I'm not a woman, hmm. and I'm not I'm not being groped. And when I'm You're groped, not? I don't complain. <laughs> and when, and when, I'm, when I'm groped, I'm like, I don't complain about it. Um, but <laughs> um, but the, the the whole the whole fact of of the, again the plur the whole plur. It's just it's it's unbelievable. I know, and we we all come from no matter how what age you are, we all come from very very hard lives. We're dealing with reality on an everyday basis. We're I mean, we're all coming from different parts of the country, different parts of the world for the most part, um, and we are all dealing with our own bullshit. Is gone. No one brings it up. There's no political yeah. stance. There's no nothing. It's just who you are, what you are, and we and people just your your love for who you are. Mm. So that, that, drugs, that's what kept you in the scene back then. That's what you found even back in the days. Just the acceptance, the acceptance of everyone. You know, when you drive up, I'm sure you've been to EDC. When you drive up to the raceway, you see the huge banner. Yes. Everyone is accepted. Everybody is welcome. Yeah. And that's what you need to hear. That's yes. what you need to see. Because yeah. all your Afri because there's so many people. Both, both, both um, mom and I belong to um, a, a solo group. And that's how originally we had, we had actually connected. And it, it, it was a setup to get people who were into the scene, but their friends, their family weren't into the scene. So they, they, wanted, they still wanted to pursue this, this scene. And they did it alone, and they wanted to find a group that they could they could they could connect with that would shelter them and hold on to them and, and, and take them on as as a family. And that's what it's turned out. And the, the part of the, the whole slogan to the group is once once you're a member of, of EDC Solo Journey, you're never solo again. Great, great family. Um, so since you've been raving all along, uh, even with a, a, a slowdown at some stage. Have you noted any changes in the scene from back then compared to today? And if so, what kind of changes have you noted? Um, well, I, yeah, definitely. What I noticed mostly is, um, and it's, you know, it has to do, of course, with the younger generations. And uh, and I'm going to sound like an old lady here now, but it kind of it seems like the focus gets away from the music and it gets away from the the plur from the from the from basically the mission statement of of the ravers of of the peace love unity and ex, and uh, respect because and in the larger festivals uh, somehow promoted as far as this is like the money gets involved so some of these young kids come and they got so much money and they helicopter in and they get the VIP package and they you know they they never they never go down to the crowd they never really and they're 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 um, the focus is so much more on now. I don't care what what you wear. I, I, absolutely, I mean, trust me. If I was twenty years old, I would be walking around there naked. But the focus is so heavy on on appearance and costumes, and um, you know, getting your rave body just perfect. And I realize that's something of the younger generation, but it saddens me because there's so many. You know, most people aren't don't have the perfect body, and they still want to rave and dance and have mm -hmm. a good time. And I just I, I don't want that barrier because that's one of the things that we noticed. Um, I know um, that uh, David saw the same thing in our in the group that we met in. You'll see post after post after post of all these young people. You know, what can I wear? I, I'm a little overweight, and what am I? What what can I wear? Where you know, they're so focused on their appearance, and it gets so um, right. so insecure. And I that's that I hate the most. I don't want because back in the day. There, we all wore these really baggy, <laughs> those yeah, baggy yeah, pants yeah, and yeah, stuff, you know. And the thing, I mean, we we really went for comfort. I yes. remember wearing sweatshirts and big things because we were just dancing and sweating and exactly. didn't care. You couldn't and do this it otherwise, right? Right. I mean, it was the focus was on the music and it was on the dancing and just feeling good in the moment. And that's Being what together. I what I feel like the EDM scene has gotten away from. They're starting to focus so much more on on appearance and status and looking a certain way. And, you know, and they and also there's this new thing of genre shaming, which, you know, back in the day, there was no, there was only EDM. Yes. Maybe there was there was techno, there was house, there was only a couple. And now we have thousands of genres and everybody is, is genre shames you know oh i can't believe you like dubstep oh i can't believe you like trance oh my god just it's all edm can't we all just get along exactly and, and so Exa as, oh my god a, it's like right. listen to me right <laughs> i hate no i hate genre shaming that's one of my things is like don't be yeah don't do that and um as 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 the scene's gotten bigger and bigger um uh 
I see a separation in the in the even in the young people. There's some there's some ones that are still holding on to the to the basic uh, the plur mission, and I and I love those kids. But then there's a lot that you can tell they're just there because it's the place to be. Ooh, EDC is the cool hot place to be, so I can afford it, and we're going to go there. And Unfortunately, that is that's sixty percent of it. Really, it really is. Yeah, these younger kids. Yeah, they're the ones that. They can be, and they're the ones that get, they get, they're the ones that get too drunk and they get too stupid or they yeah. are going around grabbing girls' butts because their butt, their butts, exp- you know what? I don't care if your ass is exposed. You don't get to touch anybody's ass, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's a, and it has a lot to do with their youth, but some of it also has to do with their, you can tell them the way they were raised. They were raised with privilege and, and, and not, you know, they're raised not to respect. And that has to do with, you need to talk to their parents about that. But right. um, that's what I've seen. That's the biggest thing I've seen is that it's, it's as it's getting bigger, um, there's still a lot of us that are trying to keep, keep it at the core values, but it's, it's getting away from, from, you know, the plur. And I don't, I think, I think Leilani will agree that, you know, that's, that's kind of the reason why we started this group. Yeah. Because Absolutely. we realized yes. we realized that, that was missing that that was that was being diminished in the in the in the in the EDC um, realm. You know, mm-hmm. the plur was going away, and we needed as as the older generation, the younger generation, know that this is this is what it was all based upon, and you know we we gotta we gotta bring it back. That's why people come. That's why people are drawn to EDC or in festivals itself. Is because you can come and you're accepted. It's res- everyone is respected. There is no shaming. There is no there, there is no um, 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 calling people out um, on on body type and so it, it, we we are all one. We are all family. And I can literally you know I, I had a I had a, a different uh, um, experience this past time at EDC on one night, and I, I I was completely I felt completely alone for for three hours because I lost my phone. I couldn't, couldn't get in contact with. I remember reading the messages. Yeah. It was, it was was awful. It was awful. It was awful. (laughs) And it was awful. Um, but needless to say, I'm everybody, everybody, I, everybody that I didn't know, but knew me, we're all there. And they all said, you know, are you okay? And I'm just like, I lost my phone. I can't get a hold of the group and I can't find a Leilani and blah, blah, blah. And they're all just like, dude, we're gonna we're gonna help you out. We're gonna get you there. Blah, blah, blah. And luckily enough, mm-hmm. I found other people in our group, and we all contacted Leilani through other people right. um, and other people in the group. Um, but that's that's what I think the group was made for. And I think mm-hmm. I think from that, we're, we're we're very happy that we're we're putting out that message. Of course, we'll come to the um, group's uh, message and and uh, function and aim later on. Uh, yes. Let's just um, focus for a minute here. Um, Right. So I remember there was um, about a year ago, perhaps, I read a survey that was done in Britain um, uh-huh. about uh, at what age people should stop going out clubbing. It wasn't about raving, it was about clubbing. So that includes any sort, right. any sort of clubbing, you know, regular clubbing and yeah. pop, pop music uh-huh. and all this. And they mentioned 30 years old. And, and <laughs> I was, I was outraged. I, I was outraged, okay? <clears throat> So that's, that's, I, that's obviously that's, those are obviously a poll taken by somebody in their twenties. Living in <laughs> living in Arkansas, it, it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, do you think there is an age of people uh, that they should uh, think? Okay, you know, I need to settle now, and you know, this is not for me anymore, and this is for young kids, and and you know, I, I need to become serious, and I need to you know, uh, do whatever society wants me to do. Not that this is outside of society, but you know where I'm getting to. The norm, the norm, you know, the norm, this is yeah. society norm. No, I mean, if, if there is an age that we are supposed to stop having fun, then that's yeah. when we should stop doing this. I mean, it's, it is, I mean, I do, I hear this all the time. It's a, it's, it's a question that's posted on, on our face, other Facebook groups so often. Um, um, Another reason why uh, uh, David and I started this group is because I, I was so tired of hearing and not, not old, not old people like us. I'm talking people in their in their 20s, late 20s, early 30s, claiming that they're too old or being or being harassed by friends and family saying that they're too old to attend these events. Yeah. And I just it, it baffles me because it's like, at what age are we not allowed to? Have, I mean, is there an age limit to go to Disneyland? Exactly. I mean. If you're not, if if you can't, if you can't go to a rave when you're in your 30s, then you sure as hell can't be going to di- go to Disneyland. You can't ride a roller coaster. It's just it's it's um it's very 
the people who are even asking it to me, those are the ones that actually kind of irritate me because it's very, um, you know, very snobbish of them. And also it's from very, to me, uneducated young people because it's like, oh, honey, you're going to be old someday. Just wait. We all get old. Yes. God, God willing, we all get old. And when you're my age, you're going to laugh at yourself. You're gonna, I can't believe that I was wondering if I was too old for this in my 20s. Exactly. Oh, obviously the mindset of a young right. member when we were in our 20s. We all thought we knew everything. Yep. And we now realize that we were stupid. Yes. <laughs> we yes. didn't know anything. Exactly. And, it's also, and also, I feel very sorry for those people who personally feel that for themselves. Because if you're not doing something you love just because you believe that you're too old for it, I uh, it, you're you're limiting yourself. You will you will get old. Then you are going to age. If you don't if you mm -hmm. don't want to age, if you don't want to get old, then don't 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 buy into it. Don't follow into it. You don't have to. Just because I mean I'm I turned I just turned fifty one. Just because I turned fifty one, it does not mean that I need to. Uh, you know, my hair is bright pink. It doesn't mean I have to let it go gray. It doesn't mean I have to. You know start wearing comfortable shoes and not wear cute clothes i'm allowed to have fun i'm still allowed to have a good time we all are and um edm is probably like the one you know the 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 one thing that truly does welcome you know even though there is a, there are these young people they'll get it we're gonna that's what we're here for that's what david and i are yes. really striving for is to educate educate these young people <laughs> yes exactly exactly no. Uh, they, um, yeah, Rave Dad, do you want to you add to something like that? Or? I, I agree. I agree completely with Leilani. I, it, you know, that's that's the whole. I mean, we we have a slogan: "Rave, rave to the grave," and that's just the way it is. You know, there there is no okay. there is no time to stop. Just keep it going. You, you know, I think Leilani said, uh, "Is is there a time to to say you don't want you want you don't want fun anymore? You're not going to participate in pleasure and fun." No, there isn't. You, you should right. you should live your life. As you live it, and nothing should change. As we get old, things get in our way. As far as you know, physically, and and, and you know, may, maybe we can't dance as much as we used to. Well, that's fine. I will be in the inflatable um, lounger, sitting in the crowd, <laughs> yes. and yeah. still going crazy. <laughs> yeah, because yep. the yes. music is gonna, always going to talk to me, and I'm always going to be want to be around it, and I want to be around the people that love it too, because that's mm -hmm. the love that's being shared. Yes, I'm so, glad, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear this. True. I'm so glad I hear this from you guys because when I was doing the podcast and I was talking to friends I met through the podcast who are way younger than me, um, I, I guess they couldn't relate to me or, or they couldn't understand what I was talking about or maybe that was my perception only. And just mm -hmm. talking to you, well, first of all, joining the group, I was surprised. But then also now talking to you, I see that you know that generation i guess gen x you know is not slowing down uh we're not slowing down and we we're just gonna keep on going i don't want to be generationalist right. but but you know it's mm -hmm. i guess it's uh sort of our global idea isn't it anyway yes we're, we're gonna come now to the meat of the discussion which is are you aware of any unique challenges that you or other older ravers faced as time went on and they keep on raving Oh well, you briefly mentioned, I mean, for example, being being a mother, but surely the must and and, and rave dad mentioned about you know um, getting a little bit tired. So we're going to come into this area now. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. I mean, honest, obviously, with you know, with aging, you know, as uh, if anybody is, um, if you're over forty, you know that you don't have the stamina you did when you were in your twenties. Um, but that being said, you know. EDM and, and the in the uh, being in the in the culture and, and and the dancing it keeps you going so it's going to it's, it's going to improve uh, your I mean that's the only cardio I get is when I dance <laughs> so <laughs> that's what keeps me trust me that's if there's not music going I don't move <laughs> and so um th so we and there's another thing like the honestly the 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 biggest struggle I have is um wanting to still dress like I'm in my 20s and not being uh not having the the uh inhibitions to do it um you know even though I I, I fully promote everybody feeling comfortable in their own skin and wear what you want and whenever whenever uh other women or men say oh I'm too old or I'm too fat I always encourage them wear what you want nobody cares but I'll be the, I'm the first person that is very self-conscious about 
you know, and I, I, I want to wear pasties and glitter on my butt. I really do. <laughs> but I also don't think anybody wants to see a 51 year old ass covered in glitter. <laughs> so oh, wow. my wow. challenge is to try to try to <laughs> just saying that's just my personal, my, my what I feel yeah. my, is my insecurity. Yeah, yeah these are challenges, so, isn't it? The cha- so I, but um, so challenging, wanting to still fit in and feel youthful at, without without being uh, discriminated against or looked at. You know, we want to, we, we just want to be able to do everything the young kids are doing and have the young kids think, think it's cool and not give us a hard time about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's probably I, I the go- biggest thing is, is, is we're, we're, you know, we're, we're the old generation and we feel confident and brave, but then on the inside, I know many of us are very insecure. About yeah. It. Rave daddy. What about you, David? I, I feel, well, I, I go back on an old, an old thing my grandfather used to say to me. He's always, you know, I'd be, I'd be sitting around the house, blah, blah, blah. And I, he'd be like, come in and just say, move. Go enjoy life. It, there's things to experience. Do it. Well, like, let's just roll that over to, to our generation now. You know, get out there. Bring yourself to the music. Seek it out. If it's something that moves you, seek it out. Movement is what's going to keep you healthy. It's what's going to keep you young. You're only as young as you feel. And, you know, I'm going, I'm 40, I'm 53. I'm, I feel like I'm 26. I mean, I, I get out there and I'm, I'm healthy. Now, not everybody can do that, but I, I feel I'm very healthy. Um, I take care of myself. I eat right because I don't want to die. I want to live. I want to continue. <laughs> exactly. I want to continue feeling what I'm feeling. Um, that That's all I can tell the people. I can just say, you know, if, if, if something moves you, go to it. Seek I it out. I guess I guess we're yeah. lucky. Um, and to me, I'm a little bit younger than you guys, but every time I attend one of those festivals, I'm saying, you know, I'm lucky to be here. I don't know what will happen next year. This may be my last one. Um, and I just want to enjoy it as much as I can. So I cherish every moment there because I just don't know, you know. It's not – nobody well, knows that's... the future. And that goes for anybody who's 18 years old or 21 years old. Nobody knows what will happen tomorrow. They may never be able to attend one of these things again. So I'm very grateful every time I manage to do one of these things. Brings up another point, though. Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go into it very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. A very, very small amount. But um, you know, someone came up to me one one time at a previous EDC and said to me, "You know, how many people do you expect to be here tonight?" I said, "Well, but it's going to be about you know 120,000 people." blown away. She said, well, with all that's going on in our in our different political environments, are you afraid to be here with all this amount of people? And I said, look it. I go, being where we are to tonight, we, we're surrounded by military, or you're in a military base right by, we're high, high security getting in. Um, but I, 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 to happen, I don't care. The amount of emotion, the amount of I'm here with I'm here with who I love. I'm here with my family. This is my real family. Yeah. Happens. God forbid. Okay with that. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. That's that's so inspiring to hear. Well, one thing too is that you know there's the the younger generation, and we all again remember when we were in our twenties. You know, you feel invincible. Yes. You're, you're you're immortal. When you're in your 20s, you're immortal. Death will never touch you. Yeah. You haven't experienced a lot. Your your loved ones, your parents are probably still alive. You know, so you you go at you you when the, the when they go to these events, they have that feeling of freedom, of immortality, of nothing can touch them. At our generation, we have a completely different outlook. We do know we've seen, we've, that we're, we're not. We've death. We've seen people die. We, yeah. Right. We know we're not immortal. Like you just like you just said, Johnny, we never know when we're going to make it to our next EDC. And we embrace that. And we have that, you know, live, live life every day, live in the moment is what. And so we're both it's the, both generations attend the festivals with this sense of freedom, but with a di- very different outlook. Yeah. You know, one is a I'm free because I'm I'm free because I'm going to live forever. And the other is I'm free because. We never know when <laughs> when when it's going to be. So it's it's the same but different. Yeah, yeah. What what about um, things like? I mean, for me, the the one of the most prohibited factors of going to festivals is work. What about work and life in general? Never mind health. Oh well, 
I would say definitely for our generation, what benefits is that we actually can usually afford the festivals more yes. <laughs> now because uh, because definitely the festivals uh, um, the they're they're not cheap. The tickets aren't cheap, and then the travel and the accommodations and that that type of thing. So um, I believe that. You know, we have the ability to afford it more. We have an appreciation for the money we've earned and and how we got there. Also, because we work so hard, um, you know, we really appreciate that this is our time away. Mm-hmm. This is our moment, you mm-hmm. know, to really relax and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's different for different people. Some some people in our group are fortunate enough that they go to every single. Um, event that they can squeeze in. Um, yeah. I don't know, our, I don't know how they do that because I, I didn't have I the money when I was eighteen to do that. <laughs> well, like, yeah. um, well, one of our one of our um, one of our members, his name is uh, his name is Jorge, and um, he's a roofer. You know, he does. He, he's a, a blue collar, hardworking guy. But mm-hmm. that's what he does. He works, and all his money goes to festivals and he he's he's a single man he works and he goes to festivals he works and he has, and his his calendar is constantly filled he goes to at least 10 festivals a year that i can that i've really? seen so far and and he and he's living he's one of our plur ambassadors he's living life the way he really wants to and i'm very proud of him for that um uh and again he has a real he pre really he knows he appreciates how hard it is for him to earn this money and he appreciates when he gets to have a good time with it Mm-hmm. Um, work hard, play um, hard, to say. Right, right. Um, obviously, you know the young people are also spending this kind of money, but I don't know. You can see a difference in it. It's sort of like it seems expendable to them. I'm not saying they don't work hard, but again, they have that kids, young. Kids, I'm gonna live. For, I'm gonna live forever attitude. Kids are spending you know, mom I'm, and dad's money though. Huh? The oh, they are. Kids are no, they are. Well, a lot of them are. Yes, a lot of them are. Yes, there's quite a few that are spending their parents' money, um, but there are the ones that that, that that also you know work hard and have it. But it's also it's sort of funny, you know, they're in that at, at they're at the age where like nothing can happen to me. My I'm untouchable. I'm not gonna. I'll I'll never lose my business. My my business will never go under. I'll never have. You know, <laughs> there'll never be a stock market crash. You know, those kind of things that they, um, uh, but. I'm different. I mean, there's we like, we have some people in our group that go to multiple festivals, and then there's some like myself. I only go to EDC. EDC is the only festival I've ever been to because uh, it's the only one I can afford. <laughs> um, if I chose to go to another festival, I'd have to I'd have to give up. I can only cho- choose one festival a year, so I choose mm-hmm. EDC because it's the biggest one. Um, I hope to venture out to some overseas festivals eventually, but for me right now, I can only afford the one a year. Um, so t- for me, it's very, very special because I look forward to it all year. Um, but like I said, we have other members of our group that are, that are fortunate enough to go to multiple festivals. Um, I really do envy them, um, but I, I live very curiously through them, and I, I love that. Yeah. How about you, Rave Daddy? <laughs> yeah. Work. T- t- I mean, you told me, you told me previously that you know, you're working pretty hard in a very kind of demanding job. Work every... Every day I'm working and I'm working to afford the, the, the lifestyle that I've grown accustomed to. Um, and, and that is EDC. Like, like Leilani, I, EDC is my only festival I go to a year and I plan for it the entire year. And that's what every bit of my money goes into. Um, in Boston, we, we originally, you know, in the past two years now, we've actually got a nice, not festival, but a nice um, EDM society they mm-hmm. have small clubs that we go to so i'm, I'm and they're all they're all on month, like monday nights and wednesday nights which a lot of the kids can't show so you get a lot of people that are either my age or a little bit younger are coming into it saying oh jesus this is going on and um we're not we're not surrounded by you know 18 and 20 year olds this is fantastic um so that's starting so i, I do get i do get my my edm fix a little bit clubs here in boston um every once in a while. But again, I'm working with a work schedule and, you know, as a realtor, I'm always taking phone calls. But when I go away, all my clients know. Do you turn, do you, do you turn your telephone off? Are you there? Yeah. Do you turn your telephone off? When I, when, when I go, You're working? On, oh, absolutely. You? Well, but you know, <laughs> Leilani, you know, I mean, I'm, check, I'm, I'm always checking my, my, my phone. When he's not Losing it, yes. When he's not losing it, he has it turned off. If, if you were next to me, I would smack you right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, yes. I, I, I completely. I try. I try to zone out when I'm when I'm in Vegas. I really do. How How about 
having kids or or a, a dog or you know or an older uh, parent for example to look after in, in well, my I've case, had, well, I, let, let, let me go first. You go first. Oh, sure. Oh, oh sorry. Well, you go first. in my case, I had, um, I experienced all of that, um, starting with uh, my oldest daughter. Uh, when she turned 18, I took her to her first EDC. It was her first rave event ever. Um, so you went together? raving ever since. Yes, I introduced her to it. I brought her into it, and she was been, she's been hooked on EDM ever since. That was in 2014. And then um, I took my second daughter also when she turned 18, uh, the two, year, two years later. Um, and uh, she's also now a big, huge EDM fan. Um, I have a four-year-old son, a little boy, and, but because my oldest daughter lives in Las Vegas – I take him with me to Las Vegas and he stays with her like this past time at this past uh, EDC just now. Um, I went to Las Vegas. I stayed with my daughter. My son was with her, his, his big sister. I went to, uh, to EDC and had fun and I knew he was in good hands. So my situation is pretty unique. I, um, I've have a very, very good setup with that. Um, I know I do hear a lot of people have, um, having to get house, you know, sitters and that kind of thing. Um, I'm very fortunate, though. I've got built-in babysitters and stuff. How about you, Rave Daddy? Um, yeah, I've got, I've got all my friends know. All my friends don't follow EDM. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're the of the of the age of this. You know, that was that was when I was young. But they know that I'm how much it, it's a passion for me. So they automatically assume that they're going to be watching my dogs and taking care <laughs> of my dogs while I'm away. Now again, I, I have a I have a very nice home, so they, they can come. They can play in the pool. They've got you know pool tables. They've got all kinds of things that occupy their time as well as playing with the dogs. Yeah. Um, that's that that is what that is my advantage. Put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I also I also have I'm in a I have a relationship situation where um, the the that person is not into EDM at all, and you know even though she's got a career of her own and she's traveling a lot. Um, she's would be here if, if, if able to take over um, any of the house duties and, and watching of the dogs. Mm-hmm. And other people, as I said, they have older parents, for example, to look after, or family members, sure. or sure. time is an issue. For example, you know, if you're in a demanding job, you have to juggle your calendar with colleagues. And you, you, well, I had I had to compromise on many occasions to do like you know, shifts that I wouldn't do otherwise because I just wanted to find the right time, you know, to get off and do a couple of festivals. And, and, you know, I would do unpopular times, even Christmas. So I say, you know, I'll do the Christmas bit, okay? I'll be be on duty on Christmas, but that time, it's sacred, nobody touches that time. So, you Uh know, you have to, I have to compromise. I didn't have to do this as a student when I was going out, obviously. Um, And I guess... Physicality, physical issues are, you know, maybe a little bit of a problem. I, I saw in the group for originally somebody was, um, I don't know, they were advertising, they were making fun of people like, uh, or, no, it wasn't, it wasn't in your group, you know, of, of having either medication or an insurance or something like that. You know, your body mm-hmm. slows down. I guess your brain doesn't, and perhaps you have to train it a little bit before you go there because it's a marathon, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's for if you've never t- attended um, an, an EDM, especially a three day EDM festival, if you have never done that before, absolutely, I don't care what age you are, you will need to prepare yourself for it. Yeah. It's a three day marathon. Um, and, and the music will get you caught up and you won't, you know, you'll get, maybe it won't hit you then or you will absolutely feel it after the event's over. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't care. Yeah. I agree with you. And of course, you know, Facebook is lucky enough to, to have those types of groups too, where there's actual groups that, that basically prepare you for EDC. And they start the day after the past EDC stopped, yep. working constantly to to keep each other 
aware and, 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 and physically fit in order to deal with the, it's, it's a nonstop aerobics class is what it is. Three days long. Yep. Mm -hmm. It is. It yeah. is. I mean, I can't say. And that is, yeah. And those, and those are groups like are, are another great connection that. that are also EDM because there, like I said, there's people that are drawn to the music, but then there's also um, fitness groups that are EDM that are EDM uh, related, and so that's another way of people that are drawn together uh, and making friends and making connections through the EDM community. Um, so I think it's nice that just not just the EDM, but there's also these all these little side these satellite uh, groups that you know that bring people together. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I want to, you guys to convince now somebody. So what would you say to encourage older people, so let's say 40 plus years old, who have never attended an event before? So let's say you have somebody who's checking out YouTube, he's over 40, you know, he's looking at this festival and say, damn, you know, that, that looks good. I mean, I, I like this sort of music. I don't know exactly what it is. I've never listened to it before. But I, I could get into this thing, you know, but yeah, I'm too old for that, you know, or they may be afraid to do so. What would you say to them to encourage them? Out of your comfort zone. Well, <laughs> well my, 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 uh, quick an my short answer would be to, to tell them, ask them to join our group, because as soon as they join Retro Ravers, they'll instantly see that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And that there's now we're, we're, we're getting close. We have 280 uh, members of like minded people. All, you know, over the age of 40. Um, that would be my first thing because um, uh, then they would know they're not, they're not alone. But, um, you know, if, they, if, they, if, if you're drawn to it, if you like the music, um, I would encourage them to go. But yeah, also to let them know they're not alone doing it. I would, if it was someone I knew personally, I would tell them to come with me. Um, I'd, you know, introduce them to David and we'd drag their butts along and they would love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, guarantee uh, I mean yeah, what, what if they're solo what if they're so they don't have any friends you know all the friends are, are doing other stuff and they're not available what what would you say to such a person for example still same the same um, the same answer I would assume yeah well no, I, I would well I would tell them definitely to yeah did not be afraid and also I would tell them don't, don't be afraid if, if someone was uh, was just casually asking me you know if they should do it I would tell them absolutely don't be afraid um, you know Try it, get out there. I would honestly, I would tell them to make a totem that says, hmm. "My first EDC, I'm alone," you know. And on, if you do something like that at EDC and say, "I'm alone, my first EDC, I want you know, adopt, I want a crew to adopt me," yeah. somebody will grab you. Yes. Somebody will snatch you up, and you will not be alone for the rest. of the That's uh, You just have to make, you just have to make a little bit of a, just a little bit of noise. If you now, if you want to stand in the in the shadows and watch everybody. You know, you can definitely spend the whole time alone, but you just make a little bit of effort, and it will, it will. In no time, you will make new friends. Oh, that is just squeaky Absolutely. wheel gets oiled. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. And you know, wear a big shirt that says "Free Hugs." If you wear a shirt or carry a sign that says "Free Hugs," you're you're solid. You're gonna be good. Rave Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Totally, what would you totally say to encourage him? Comfort zone. You know. If, if, if it's something that you did in the past or something that you that you are, have always been wondering about do it do it if you've got the if you've got the um, the wherewithal and the and the, the funds to do it experience things you need to you know, your life your life will become stagnant if you don't move on things that 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 pique your interest hey if it, it may turn out to be something you're not interested in it may be oh this is not good but it's a guarantee you will not have a bad time you will not have you will not come back and say Oh, that was the worst time of my life because that just won't happen. You may come back and say, "I had a fantastic time, but that was way too much exercise for me. I'm dying. I'm going to need a week to recover," and that may be the case. Um, but a yeah, lot of people we... go through yep. that, and, and 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 that's 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 why we always give out free massages, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, we had one of our one of the members of our group. Um, um, you, Paul, you may have recalled one of the members of our group. He posted after EDC that. EDC was on his bucket list and that he'd done it 
um, but they probably won't go back. Like it really was. I think it was maybe too much for him. A yeah. Overwhelming. Yes. And, and yeah. And he was even, and he even said he was going to leave. He was going to consider leaving, leaving the group. Yeah. And we all encouraged him to stay. Say, no, please don't leave. And he's, ha- he hasn't left. He's still, he's still commenting. He's try. I think he's going to do electric forest or something, uh, is his next, uh, venture. But, um, you know, that was the great part. He, he, he tried it. He, it wasn't really for him, but he has still found a new family with us. Mm. And that's all that really matters. That's what, what, what all that really matters. Is I want people to make connections, you know, and, and find like-minded people that share a passion, you know, for, for living like we do. Um, but yeah, he decided it wasn't for him and um, that's okay. But it, he still made the connections and he still has a new Ray family. Yeah. Now the next is a kind of a similar, similar question. So when I go to YouTube and I, I watch many, kind of old school tunes uh, as I'm listening to music. And then I read the comments, scroll down, read the comments, and they say, yeah, that was the thing, best days of my life, you know, 88 to 92 or, or you know, mid-90s. Yeah, I remember all those things. And you can clearly see that these people are not going out anymore uh, because right. of, the way, of the way they're posting. Because if I would post, I would say, yeah, but check out, you know, this new tune, which sounds very, very similar. What would you say to encourage all the people who have gone out, they've done the raving, um, they, you know, they took the T-shirt and everything, but they stopped now for many years, as we probably all did a little bit, and they're afraid mm-hmm. to return because of being discriminated or, or they don't know, or the music sounds different, you know, and the old old style was was the best style, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what's in it for them now? Um. Well, I would definitely tell them that if it's something that they used to love and it still calls to them, that you know they obviously still it's still a passion for them. That's in, but they're afraid to follow it. You know, they just they need to you just need to go ahead and do that because you know life is short and it's nothing nothing worse than regret. You know, I don't want to be I don't want to be eighty years old and going oh I really wish that I'd done something these past thirty years uh, instead of just sitting and listening to music or watching just watching on youtube or just listening you know um on soundcloud or whatever and, and not actually being a part of it and being afraid um uh and then again i would you know that's uh, why again why we, we got this we invented this group to begin with is to show to to show people of our generation that they're not alone you're not the only one that wants to do that. you're not the only one that's thinking about it dreaming about it that has that itch it still remembers what it was like when you were in 20s. It's still all there for us. It's absolutely all there for us. Yeah. And we're, you're not alone in, in, in uh, pursuing that. Because um, that's, you know, there's, there's, there's strength in numbers. And that's really what I want to do. I want to empower our generation to either go back to it or read or you know to rediscover it or discover it for the first time and, and know that they're not alone and you're not too old. That's, you're never too old. Rave Daddy? Never too old, never too old, and literally, literally, you're missing out if you're not doing it, yeah. and it's something that you want to do. You're missing out because, you, as 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 Leilani said, you you are not alone. You you will come out and you will be in the minority at the time at this time right now, um, because there is a lot younger people that are into this movement than we are. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be alone. You're not going to be alone, and there's always going to be someone there. That, that has the same feelings, the same um, ambitions that you have um, towards towards this whole um, genre. I mean, just it's you, you, Leilani said it perfectly. You just are not alone. You're not yeah. alone. And I don't think you can recreate. F- sorry, go ahead. No, I said, I said one of the first things I think I would do is, is play that video of that seventy-two-year-old man dancing. <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With the cane, and then he kicks the cane out. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. Oh no no no! The guy, the, no, this guy, Alan, at the last EDC. Oh yeah, the seventy-two-year-old. Yes, yes, seventy-two-year-old. Yes, yes. It was Alan something. Um, I sent him an invite. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard back. But um, I would just, I mean, for somebody who says they're too old, I would play that and go here. If you look at this guy, if exactly. he can do it, anybody yeah. can. You know. Yeah. Um, you, there's always somebody going to be somebody older than you. There's always going to be someone older, and that's almost always Medi- true. Medi- so you're not going to be the old Mediterranean retirees. Yeah, they have to dance. They have to dance. They put dance into their dance and movement into their daily life, 
and they all get together mm-hmm. and they do that. Now, whether you know, it's obviously not EDM music, but it's music, and they're out there and they're moving all the time, and they have this culture of this is what you do. You 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 take care of yourself. You look out for each other, and you move. You move. You move. Everything is fluid. Everything is is being together and sharing your energy, and and just keeping yourself in the movement. And you, you, no one wants to die. Yeah, and, and what, what I would and, say to them, sorry to interrupt, is yes, you may not be able to recreate the old experience, um, and your friends may not be there, but there's still a damn good time to be had, and the music is, is as good as ever. Yes, I chose the old classics, and I believe that they're incredible, but that doesn't take away the quality of the music that's being produced right now. There's always going to be good music, and this is the best time that we have right now i think exactly and the community there's the, the communities are out there so just search them out yeah you know and and and, and join our group that's the best way to start of course, of course because we all we all are involved in other things as well we're all coming from different lifestyles and different um careers so we all have something to share i think, I think yeah <laughs> i think we're coming to the point where you guys are going to talk about the group now because i'm i'm done with the questions <laughs> So although, we've been doing that this whole time. <laughs> although, yeah. although you touched on it already, uh, I'm very, very thankful that you've done this because I wanted to do this for a long time, tell you the truth. I started a subreddit about that, and of course, I think I'm the only one or maybe another <laughs> member there. I guess, yeah. I, guess, I guess Reddit perhaps may not be uh, the right medium or Facebook may be the right medium, or I didn't put a lot of effort in that to kind of promote it because mm. I'm busy. So... I want you to tell me now about your group, how will people find you, and also what did you find, things that surprised you from people who have joined, things that you've learned, you know, just, just expand a little bit about your group. Well, it, it, um, it's, well it's, one it's, of the things about, <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, David, you go ahead. I was going to say, it's, it's, it's our baby, but, 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 but Leilani is the mom, so she holds it closer <laughs> to her heart. <laughs> When, when did you come up with the idea? Multi-o- when did you come up with the idea? Sign last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we've known each other for two years, so we've had the group going. No, for well, a year. the group, the group, no, the group has started in. No, it's the group only started this past February. Okay. No, the group's pretty new. No, you and I have been talking about this for a long time. It's probably where you where you where you think that, but um, no. One of the things that's going to a little bit different about our group is that a lot of Facebook groups. They just want members. They just want their numbers big. They want us, you know, they you know, they want ten thousand members, fifty thousand members, mm. and the more members, the be- the better. Um, <clears throat> this group is very much about making real connections. Um, I'm I love my Facebook friends. I have so many Facebook friends that I that I've never met. Um, uh, but the retro ravers. Um, my, my true intention is to actually meet everybody face to face, you know, trade candy, give a hug and, and spend time and get to know at with, as an actual human being. Um, if I never, if that never happens, I mean, uh, um, you know, I'm still glad that you're part of the group, but the main intention I do, I don't want members just to have numbers. I want people that are that are active in, in the scene. That doesn't mean that that you, if you've never been to one, that mean doesn't mean you're not welcome. But I, I like someone who's really trying. Like, is it is it is it on your bucket list? Do you really want to go to a festival? Um, you know, are you into the music? Um, even if you're new to it and you're just trying to find out, that's fine. But I want people to have a real active interest, um, not just looky loos or people that just wanting to sit back and, and see what everybody else is do, uh, is doing. Um, and like I said, of of our, we have a small membership, but of the, that membership, the n- number of people who have actually made real connections, like right now, um, two of our members that met, um, I think you're, David and Shannon, um, I think you, I don't know if you saw it and they posted, they met at EC and now they're together in, um, is it Detroit or Chicago or somewhere else together at another festival? Yeah, that was moving they, in Detroit. And, it was like this yes. past weekend. Right, and you saw the post, and that made my heart so happy that these two this, these two guys who were complete strangers because of our group, they met at EDC, and now they have their they their partners in crime going to other festivals together, and they have a they have they have a friend to, to do this with, and that is absolutely one hundred percent my personal mission. I know David feels the same way in in this group is to get people of our generation 
to find that connection, to know you're not alone. And I think the more that we connect and um, reach out, we're going to start making a presence. I really, my goal for EDC 2020 is I, I want people to know who Retro Ravers are. Not because it's, it's, it's our group and because I want people to know who I am as a group. I, know, I want them to know about our generation and what our, what our message is to the rest of the ravers there you know we're we our generation we started this i'm sorry yeah we built <laughs> we, we, we built this house we, right we built this house you know exactly. <laughs> we built this exactly. house we, we built and and i want i want to i want to promote the message i want to keep that plur so so alive um i want to want people to understand you know like when um whenever someone in, in other groups talk about uh Curlers and candy and like wanting to sell it and, and or people say hey if you want to buy these off me and i i'm i'm old i'm old school like no please don't please don't sell or, or buy trade just trade i don't care you, you know, give me a hug i'll give you anything you want any perler i've made exactly. in exchange is to keep that message and keep paying it forward and keep yeah. paying it forward um uh there's been, I, th I think there's been a, I've already, there's already been like one love connection. I think there's another one, two people that, that started, uh, one person found their rave bay on there. And those, those are the stories I want to hear. I want to hear the real connections, the real, um, and not just, you know, not just a Facebook friend, which is, there's nothing wrong. I have plenty of Facebook friends that I love that I've never met, but I really want people to, to know each other. And I want us to all actually know we are real people and look, look each other in the eyes and have that, you know, you know what? I know you, you know me, we're going to, and we're going to keep spreading this, sharing this love and spreading this message um, to the younger generation, basically. Rave Daddy, <laughs> your turn. Don't get me started. <laughs> of course, Le Leilani is, has let me become the, uh, the so-called um, enforcer and uh, um, I'm the guardian of the group. So Are I'm you the, the moderator? And, I'm no, no, yeah, more than one, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one that both, kicks you out of the group. We're both admins. We're both admins. I'm the one that goes through your <laughs> profile and makes sure that you're 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 meant for us. You know, this is a closed group. Yes. Membership has its privileges. But in order in order to become a member, you need to you need to follow simple instructions. If you don't follow simple instructions, then you're just looking to belong to a group. Um, you 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 have to be of a certain age. Yes, yeah, 40 years old plus. 40 years old plus, and I check on that. So you, yep. you, know, you can go through very easily and say, yeah, I'm 40, yeah, yeah, whatever, and just bullshit your way through. But I'm the one that's actually going to take the time to go through your file or your profile and say, okay, wait a minute, come on, you're 26. What are you doing here? Yes, and, exactly. I, and I knock you out. Or, and, if, and, if you, and if you are if you are a constant violator of our rules, we don't have a lot of rules, very short and very easy. But if you violate them, I let you know. And if right. you do it again, I'm sorry. You know, you have no respect for the group, and you're not. That's not why you're here. You're not here to to share your experiences. You're here to cause a problem. So I get rid of you. Well, and another and another reason why it's a, a closed group because I mean, honestly, obviously, I can make us. We can make this group public, and we could probably course, have yes. a couple thousand members. Yeah, um, But the with our generation and the people in our group, you know, majority of uh, you know our professionals yep. they have you know they have private lives that they've worked very hard to to you know to attain and i want this to be a safe place for people to talk about whatever they want to share their edm experience whether it be someone they hooked up with or some some drug they wanted to experiment with i want them to feel free to speak about this in, in our group and not have it reach their 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 pers their personal lives um their public lives i should say and um also, because we do have so many professionals um, in this group, I do not want to let anybody in that's going to try to take advantage of that. And we all know right. that there's so many scammers in Facebook world, out in social yeah. media world. And um, I know, and we've seen, I've seen, you know, I've seen these young girls try to get into the group. They send in a thing and I go check their profile and they're, they're obviously these Instagram model whores, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about, you know, and I'm like, uh-uh, no way, bitch. You're not getting in here and trying to scam money from all the guys that are in here. You're not going to do it. And okay. so we, um, David and I take a lot of time and we really scrutinize who gets into the group, not because we're trying to, you know, be elitist. It's because we want this to be a very, very, very safe place for all of our members that's, to be able to share to anything and to know that they're not going to 
be taken advantage of That's or, or, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything else you, you know, if it's been just over an hour, right? That went pretty fast, actually, but I can talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. <Shut up. laughs> so, so, um, we've been, so this podcast, uh, was done with uh, Rave Daddy and EDC Mum, uh, who are the administrators and founders of uh, the uh, the oh my God, Ravers. the Retro, Retro Ravers, Ravers Facebook group, Retro which Ravers. is private. So you need to apply as in other private Facebook groups. There's nothing you know. There's nothing much to it. You just ask, answer a few questions, and that's it. Just send money. And send money, you can, of course, yes. So to me. No. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this 108th episode of the podcast. A big thank you, of course, to Rave Daddy and EDC Mum who joined me, taking precious time off their busy schedule. So thank you guys. Really, really appreciate, first of all, the effort of putting this this group because you you foresaw the need for that uh, as well as making time today in a short notice. Thank thank you. you. Thank you, Johnny, for, for getting our message out there. Yes, and uh, yes, this is this was fun. Thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll spread this uh, podcast in the group. If you like this, make sure you subscribe and share it with your friends. And hopefully, this life story series will encourage more of the original and older generation of ravers to come out and join the scene or join the scene for the first time. You can find us uh, on all your favorite podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, etc. But do not forget our YouTube channel with the same name, where we do live casts as this one. Uh, and upload uh, most of uh, the video versions of the podcast. So, thank you very much, and that's all for me. Catch our podcast, Freakbeat CDM podcast, on all major platforms Apple Podcasts and iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. Subscribe so you don't miss any future episode, and if you liked what you heard, share with the EDM fam. Also, catch us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for Freakbeat CDM Podcast and you'll find us hidden under every festival tent.